What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Jeremy John. And I'm Matthew White. And we are the Sports Reality. Just want to say thanks for tuning in to this episode. I uh, want to let you all know that you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Just go on any of those podcast directories and search for the Sports Reality Podcast. Hit the subscribe button so you can be up to date on all of our content. Thanks again for tuning in and enjoy the show. up everyone welcome to the 41st edition of the sports reality my name is jeremy john and i'm here with my co-host matthew white and we are here to bring to you all things sports matthew how's everything going with you it's going pretty good jeremy how's everything going with you doing well doing well man how's the week so far uh week's been pretty good pretty chill cooked a little bit you know um what what did you what did you cook so i wine braised some like beef chuck okay kind of you know like breaded it floured it seared it you know made a little beef stew perfect it's good i got some in the kitchen if you want to you know get a little sample i might have to get a might have to get a sample might have um, to taste. you know if we always give a shout out to eat the city dc uh but you know matthew's obviously <laughs> one half of eat the city dc shout out to him shout out to candace the very serious half oh, oh. Is that is that shade? No, no. Candace is, you know, she likes to joke and have fun a lot. Oh, okay. Oh, she's, that's what she's you mean. a smiling face. That's what you mean. I thought you were talking about the endeavors oh, of no, no, Eat no. the City. We are both extremely serious. Perfect. My bad. I, I thought that's. I thought you were throwing some shade. You know, that doesn't even sound like me. I, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you don't have to sound effect me, Jeremy. I don't know. I don't know, man. You know. The, the listeners know the truth <clears throat> so shout out to eat the city dc i'm definitely going to try these uh braised beef chuck it's good yep yeah, yeah, good um i want to give another shout out to uh two individuals uh one is really 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 close to me when i say really really close to me is it your brother um no uh, he's close to me too yes really really close to me but the one that i wake up to every morning my wife true true, true. Um, and i go to sleep with uh she and also a very very good friend of mine or a friend of ours chelsea burrows mm. uh they ran the 10k for the marine corps uh, hey. marathon this week weekend um they did pretty well uh it was my wife's first time uh doing it uh chelsea's been in it quite a few times with uh her and her uh other family members uh so they did pretty well not only that uh shout out to all others who competed uh there's probably other people that i know who competed and i just didn't see them because obviously it's thousands it's big thing. of people who who take part uh, my wife did it in an hour and change oh, so she was out here moving yeah first time too uh chelsea did hers uh even faster um, so shout out to them and shout out to all others who were part of the Marine Corps uh, 10K and Marine Corps Marathon. Um, what are we going to get into today, Matt? I'm going to ask you, what are we getting into today? Jeremy, today we're going to talk about some basketball. Perfect. Talk about the King's resurgence, apparently. Perfect. And 
I mean, we're going to pick them because apparently some swindleage happened somehow. How, how does swindleage happen? Because allegedly you took the lead again somehow. Uh, well, we were supposed to hold that yeah, for, we'll talk for about later. That. But that's yes, a, I took the lead in, in, in NFL pick them. We got some other good things to talk about. There's some good performances in the NBA and, you know, NFL trade deadline just happened. Ooh. NFL. And it was a busy one. <laughs> a very busy one. Unlike the NFL to have a busy trade deadline. Yo, right? uh, so, yeah. So, that's what we're going to get into for uh, today's episode. Also, our not sports segment. Mm-hmm. And uh, Reddit. our Reddit topic of the week. We will get to both. Um, also, want to just quickly thank uh, Erica Fernandez of DAZN and BSO, or Black Sports Online, for coming on last week's episode. Really appreciate her. We want to thank all those who uh, listened to that episode. Um, and we also want to thank everyone who just listens in general. We are well over the 2,000 total plays. Sweet. In the last week. Sweet. alone say something we crazy. had over 200 plays hey, that's in the a last good week of all of our content that's a good number surprisingly people actually listen to some of our older stuff hey look that's cool we got hits we got <laughs> classics perfect you're right about that we, we do have some, some classics um so yeah so we want to say thank you to everyone out there who is supporting us as we continue in our podcasting journey we want to thank you all so much Let's uh, start off with some uh, quick hitters. Yesterday, the college football playoff rankings were revealed. What's it looking like? Alabama number one. Oh, uh, okay. We, we knew you that. You can start at two. Clemson at two. Um, number three was LSU. Where's Georgia? Georgia way far down the list. Georgia, I think, is fifth. Okay. Uh, but number three was LSU. Number four, Notre Dame. Okay. Um, Michigan was, I think Michigan. It's let's look it up right now. But it's uh Georgia and uh, Michigan are five and six. I just can't remember. Um, which one is first? Yeah, I can't remember which one's five, which one's six. To be honest, uh, but let's uh check that real quick. Um, for all those out there who this is this is. This is uh, not good uh, podcasting, not good hosting, not but good production. But this is production. on the fly, like, true, talking. True, true, Uh Like I said, number one is Alabama. Number two is Clemson. Number three is LSU. Number four is Notre Dame. Number five is Michigan. Number six is Georgia. That's what I thought. The, the shocking one, or not shocking one. It's probably a little shocking. Uh, Kentucky, number nine. Hey, are they still undefeated? They're, they're undefeated not undefeated, while, right? but they're seven and one. Yeah, that's pretty good. And there's still a shot. That they, they can just move beat on Missouri, up. right? I think so. Yeah. Um, they are. They may potentially be the best team in the East, which means they can then play for the title game. And then once you're in that, you could lose any, to uh, Alabama. <laughs> uh, true, true. You could lose to Alabama, or you could surprise everyone and get a W. That's crazy. Who's who's the Kentucky? You know the Kentucky coach's name? Uh, it's Stoops. I think it's Stoops. Uh, it's not. It's not the Stoops from uh from uh, Oklahoma. It's his brother. That's cool. So whatever his that's that's all I know. Um, Other college football news, and I knew this was going to happen, but DJ Durkin, the head coach for Maryland football, will be returning and will continue coaching this team. I spoke with uh, my friend Chelsea, and we spoke about this Sunday, and Uh and she was like, "Yeah, I think he's he's going to be out." I said, "Chelsea, 
the longer this investigation goes, the more likely that he'll stay. And the reason I think they made that this why last this long is because they were trying to find ways to, to like him, let him stay to, to let or him stay. If, if they would have went in there and it would have just been like him like whipping children, like yeah, you're fired immediately, like quick quick turnaround like like you said the longer it goes like they're not looking for more things to fire him for they're looking to keep him there yeah it was uh similar to um urban meyer when you saw that investigation was taking three plus weeks it Mm -hmm. was like you know what they're they're trying to smooth this over to bring him back especially when something goes that long people it's unfortunate but like people stop talking about it forget about a little Mm -hmm. bit uh, just want to recap the situation at University of Maryland. Uh, offensive lineman Jordan McNear uh, collapsed during a May workout. Um, ended up um, being diagnosed with a heat stroke. He was brought to the hospital and several weeks after, while still in the hospital, passed away. Of course, they did an internal investigation. ESPN also did a uh, report on it, spoke to numerous uh, athletes anonymously and um, other people within the program. And they said it was a toxic environment and how players were routinely abused by the strength and conditioning coach. He's still there too, right? No, the strength and conditioning coach got fired right away. Okay. Um, And then not only that, the health uh, or the medical team was uh fired so there's a new medical team but of course that's how they justified keeping dj durkin they said dj durkin didn't really know anything about what was going on so um yeah so he is returning and um my thing is you had this situation where a player dies doing football activity okay but and I'm not trying to say, okay, like, that's nothing. I'm just saying, I'm moving on to the next point. Um, it was a culture within that program of stuff like this happening. Mm. And not only that, to say that DJ Durkin didn't know anything about it, yet coaches were doing these things, like the strength and conditioning coach. One thing I found out from football players is that the head coach and the strength and conditioning coach are really cool all the time they should be like of all the coaches they actually are really cool with the strength and conditioning coach because they're the ones who report to the head coach and say yo this this guy he can't he can't do it or hey this guy he's ready he's He's physically ready you should get him get him into the game and for him to sit there and say oh well i had no idea these things were happening and you know people within the program are saying no actually you should have known this was happening so it the whole thing is unfortunate the mcnair family is devastated um i know they're gonna take some sort of legal action um and also the president of the of the university uh, mitchell Lowe, mm. he will not be returning at the end of this this school year um he wanted to fire dj durkin but it was the board of regents that said either you hire him or you lose your job. So, you I mean, or you retain him and you lose your job. Or you lose your job. And um, I guess Mitchell Lowe is, he's, he's, I guess he's doing the 
the valiant thing, I guess, quote unquote, because he is uh, out here and he's just saying, hey, look, I can't stand for this. So I'm out of here. You know, the board put me in this position and I don't believe that DJ Durkin should should even remain. Um, but hey, some players are upset. Durkin had a meeting yesterday. Some players reportedly walked out of the meeting. Good. Um, we even had uh, I can't I wish I had the tweet up right now but uh, uh, um, I think he's a current player but I, I if if he's not a current player then he played last season because mm-hmm. he's de- I saw his name earlier and he was on the roster and he played um, he said you know it's real disrespectful and, and really tragic that every week our team takes a knee at the memorial for Jordan McNair and then yet the head coach is returning like we honor him every week and then we have this head coach that was in charge not only in charge like this is college football NCAA division one football in the United States of America Maryland's in a big 10 in the big 10 uh conference you DJ Durkin gets paid millions upon millions of dollars. I'm sorry. Something like this happens, you need to be held accountable. Like you need to lose your job. You can't say you just didn't know about stuff going on. Especially like he's the head football coach. Exactly. So I it's just this is just unreasonable. Um other college football news real quick. Alabama goes to Death Valley to play LSU under the lights tonight uh, on Saturday night. Who do you think is going to win that match? Alabama, LSU? Yeah. Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever Alabama is playing against, they're going to lose. Like, just yeah. it has to happen. Like, there's no way that. I wonder what the spread is. I want it has look, to be, look, look it I'm up. Look, look it up. up. I'm going to look it up right now. I, I agree with you also. Alabama. And this is something that I thought about, and then I would have to give them this credit. I think it was um, Ryan Clark or fourteen and a half points. I think it was Ryan Clark on on ESPN. He said this Alabama team actually has an offense. They're like a true definition of a powerhouse. Like usually Alabama teams, their offense are more like B minuses, B minus, and their defense is like an A plus. Special teams is A plus, so they dominate. Mm. They're like, nah, these are A plus teams now, all around, all, all, around. <laughs> all around the board. And uh, so yeah, it's gonna be really interesting to see um, can LSU stay with them now. LSU, their quarterback uh, by the last name of Burroughs, he's been better. Also, LSU plays Alabama tough usually. These games are close games uh, in the recent history. So, you say it's a 14-point spread. 14 and a half. 14 and a half. So, do you think uh, Alabama covers? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Four, that's it. It's got to win by two. T- they got to win by more than two touchdowns. Come on. That's easy. That's wow. an easy one. <laughs> they do have the Heisman Trophy to a Tonga Viola. So, yeah, that's, that's going to be, whew, man. Are you going to watch that game? Mmm... I might, I might tune in that until it, like if this if the score gets out of hand, then absolutely not. But maybe the first cup, maybe the first quarter. I'll definitely try to catch some of it. Um, I do have a busy weekend, but I'll definitely uh, try to catch some of it or at least the replay 
of it so i can be up to date and give you more content for next week moving now on to major league baseball did you watch any of the world series uh i saw a little bit of the game that was like eight hours long <laughs> just because you couldn't miss it <laughs> game three yes it's, imp- it's impossible to miss. <laughs> so uh let me give the quick story about that game three um i went out of town friday for the day came back and you know i was up since about six o'clock didn't sleep all day came back about 1 a.m went to sleep as soon as i got in the apartment didn't even look at my phone didn't check on anything it was the next day i wake up and i see hold on this game went 18 innings yeah <laughs> so the dodgers win uh game three of the world series and that's when everyone thought okay dodgers they're gonna tie it up on on saturday and we have a game five coming up and then it's gonna go at least six we're gonna go back to boston dodgers up four to one in the in in late i'm talking about late it was in in the seventh inning of game four rich hill already pitched six great innings rich hill you know he's on the mound he does get a runner on base then he throws a strikeout and then manager dave roberts comes out and takes him out from that point on the uh red sox just come out and they smack the dodgers end up winning nine to four (laughs) uh dave roberts is taking a lot of heat um he says how rich hill said told him you know hey you know check on me i might not be able to make it blah 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 i don't know what it is about but we spoke about it last week i don't know what it is about baseball but i think they go too much into analytics this dude had six great innings he only got one runner on base and you're ready to take him out and it wasn't like his command was you know getting away from him just a lot of base runner just a lot of base running. Didn't even pitch a lot either. That yeah. was a crazy thing. Uh, but they take him out. The go- game goes downhill. Madsen, who, who's been horrible in the playoffs, didn't do well. Kenley Jansen didn't do well. They end up losing game third, game four. And then on Sunday, the Red Sox just wrap it up in game five. Clayton Kershaw. Is he one of the biggest playoff frauds in sports recent sport it history seems like it because he like never shows like he's, he, pull, he pulls a chris paul right perfect <laughs> like he doesn't show up in the playoffs i don't know what it is look actually no let me not say i don't know i just don't think kershaw is he can't take it to the next level which is what regular season pitcher which is what clutchness is taking it to the next level take putting it into the next gear when you need it i just think yeah, he'll put up these crazy stats in the regular season, and in the playoffs, he just can't do it. Um, I don't even know if it's a mental thing. I think we just get enamored with Clayton Kershaw. Maybe it's a uh, maybe his arm gets tired. His, you know, I don't know because he always starts off seasons hot outside of this year because he was injured, but he came back and then still had a very decent year. But he always starts off hot, and maybe we got to look at the trends and see if. Is he hot in August and September? Maybe he starts cooling off, and then by October, it's like I really don't have much. But well, yeah, to, if that's the case, then he needs to be one of those players that gets extra rest during the season or something, so he can maybe be ready for the playoffs. If that's the case, I guess. But 
And uh, on the other side of the spectrum, David Price, who we are saying was just as bad as Clayton Kershaw up until this year. Uh, David Price, who before this year was winless as a as a starter in in the playoffs when he was with the Rays and the Blue Jays. Mm. Now he's with the Red Sox and light it up, lit it up this postseason. Pitched, I think, seven like great innings on Sunday, and then um, Chris Sale uh, ends the game in the ninth. So the Red Sox win in in five games. MVP is uh, Steve Pierce, and um, yeah. So there is your anal- your uh, analysis of baseball. I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of glad baseball's wrapping up. I'm always glad I, baseball I is really, over. <laughs> I can really focus on other things. Oh, the but important qu- sports. Quickly, there was some news in baseball. Bryce Harper's uh, oh, agent, his agent tried to steal Scott, the show from Scott the World Series. Came out and was like, "Hey, you know, got a deal on the table. We got already. a deal on the table already. Already. And, and when you say something like that." legally in baseball or in any sport Mm. if you have a deal on the table it has to come from the current team you wouldn't just say you have a deal like this is Scott Boris we're talking Uh. about you wouldn't say we have a deal on the table and it be from another team it's not possible yet yeah (laughs) so (laughs) So, I mean the Nationals could have offered him like a hundred million dollars some fraudulent that don't mean anything <laughs> so yeah so it's giving the nationals fans some hope some hope that they, they were also trying to cut bryce harper at like you know the end of the season right yeah they like, were that, that was, was that was they were they put him on the on the trade block mm. real quick <laughs> i don't know so uh so yeah it's gonna be that's gonna be really interesting to see how that comes down but hey it does give the nationals fans a glimmer glimmer of hope let's uh move on now to the nba and talk about steph curry and clay thompson starting off with steph curry steph curry how many points did he score against the wizards uh, last uh, wednesday night uh something ridiculous like 50 right i think it was 52 yeah something in like, like three quarters against the washington wizards um when i saw him warming up before the game mm-hmm. i said this is gonna be trouble <laughs> this is bad chris uh, steph curry has one of the greatest warm-up routines if you get a chance to go to a warriors game make sure you get there well before the game so you can see him warm up because he puts on a show during warm-up um he had one shot where he threw the ball underhand the ball went up in the air probably like 40 feet in the air probably comes down swish yeah underhand we're talking about the steph curry he had another one where he just bounced the ball like he was at half court threw the ball up high in the air again it bounced went back up went in the basket he was doing all sorts of craziness so i said playing horse this is not going to be good for the wizards he comes out scores i think it was something like 20 points in the first quarter i turn off the game because i'm like at this point i already know where this is going uh wiz is about to get smacked wizards end up losing that losing that game then you have 
Clay Thompson. Spray Thompson. Well, give give me uh Clay Thompson's uh stat line. Pretty sure he went for fifty. Is he the fifty-two or fifty-one in three quarters and broke the most three-pointers made in a game record again? But I think he beat. He took Steph's record that he had previously won. Yes, fourteen Oof. total three-pointers. I think he made. had twelve in the first half. Twelve in the first half. Ended up with. Um, let me get the exact stat <clears throat> for you. But he ended up with. 52 points in 27 minutes. Fun step, uh, Clay, Clay Thompson fact. He's the only player in the history of the NBA to have multiple 50-point games with playing less than 30 minutes. You want to hear another interesting stat about uh about Clay Thompson? He dribbled the ball for a total of 90 seconds the entire <laughs> night. John Walker dribbled the ball for 90 seconds in like one possession sometimes. Perfect. Yeah, we know. We, we know that's not... We know that's not you know possible, but you get the point. Dribbles the ball a lot. He dribbles the ball a lot. James Harden's another one. Yep. Chris Ooh. Paul. Chris. <laughs> Ooh. They like to get their Ivo. As long as we're speaking of greats, you know, they like to get their ball. Did Did you say Ivo's a great? I mean, not an NBA great, but like a local legend. Yeah. Who? You say Ivo? There's just no need for this, Jeremy. Ivo. Say say it again. It's the Magic Johnson of Beltsville. Hatchway. Like I don't even know, dog. I'm always trash, dog. I, I don't know what you're trying classically to say. Classically trained hater, dog. That's all it is. <laughs> Who's a classical? You. Tra- Perfect. I mean, I do hate. You don't like that. greatness. <laughs> you don't like greatness. I don't know. I don't know what you talk about. That I, I don't. I, I hate greatness. Ivo's game is very similar to LeBron's, who you also hate. Hatchway. The only thing similar that LeBron and Ivo have. They play basketball and they're dominant. They play basketball. Ball distributors. <laughs> That's about it. They play basketball. Just he's going to hear this one day and just be so upset that you disrespected this guy. And he's going to come to the gym and try and jam me up and shoot an air ball. Perfect. Like that's that's all he's going to do. You know, hard crossover and then air ball, you know. Talking a lot of trash. <laughs> I tell the truth. Anyways, back to Clay Thompson. 52 points in three quarters. Look, the way he was going, would you have liked to see him just continue playing? Yeah. I, think, I always do. With the Warriors, when they have those crazy like games and they pull him in the third and fourth quarter, like, yeah, I, would, I wish he would have got to play 37 minutes instead of 28 minutes or whatever. Yeah, I, I definitely, um, I definitely would have loved to see him continue playing. I wanted the Warriors to try to go for two hundred that one game when they got ninety in the first half. Wasn't it the same game? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Bulls. So we didn't even yeah. talk, we didn't even mention that they had they ninety score in the first half. Nine, It was either ninety, 90 or ninety one. Yeah, ninety plus points in the first half of that game against the Bulls. Like I understand, it's the Bulls and Laurie Markkinen and and uh, they who had else? Some injuries. Yeah, they uh, had Chris Dunn, Chris is Dunn yeah. and um, um, there's a third person that that was injured, but it's still an NBA team at the yeah. end of the day, and um, they got smacked, destroyed. <laughs> had no idea what to do. <laughs> so um, they go off. I look. I would have loved. It's the pros too. Like at the end of the day, if you don't want oh, a no, team you're scoring. To run enough for them. 
if you don't want a team scoring on you, just stop them. It's, it's like, I think in football, it's a little different than basketball. Like football, you're not like, you shouldn't run it up for real, for real, just because you got to play more, play harder, and it's more chance for injuries. Exactly. In the NBA, <laughs> they should have ran it up. They should have went for whatever. Yeah. Uh, Try I, to I, get Clay 60. 60 would have been easy. Try I mean, to get him 70 then. I, look, I think Clay could have hit 81 well, at least. Jalen Rose is not on the on the Bulls, so I don't know if that was going to happen. <laughs> Why you coming on my man Jalen Rose like Jay, that? I mean, there's only a select group of people that have gotten that many points scored on them. Perfect. <laughs> Why? Why? It's funny because Jalen Rose <laughs> wasn't even checking him the whole hey, game. It don't matter, man. He <laughs> catches all the flack for that game. If the internet says it happened, then like, if Kobe scored, eight, they say Kobe scored eighty-one points on Jalen Rose. They score. He scored eighty-one points on Jalen Rose. Perfect. <laughs> but, but yeah, so um, I'd that would have been great to see uh Clay Thompson and the Warriors just try and go and break some records. Yeah. Look, the way I think it's gonna happen. Like stuff like that is not it's not gonna stop happening five games into the NBA season. You 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 know what? If you're a Warriors fan, you should already know you're gonna win the finals again. Oh yeah. Because this is what the Warriors need to stay motivated. Because we were hearing la- remember last mm-hmm. year they started out They were chilling. They were chilling, and not only that, they started out slow compared for war for the Warriors mm-hmm. standards. They started out slow. I think this year they're just trying to find things to keep them interesting. Oh, going for big scoring thing, <laughs> going for big scoring games is that? I hope that keeps them interested. Yeah. So, like I said, uh, Curry went off for the fifty. Clay got fifty. KD next. Didn't didn't Curry go off in New York too against the Knicks? What did he do? Nah, KD went. KD off. went. Off. KD. He had a. He, they both had good games. Yes. But yeah, I think KD had like forty something. Yeah. So these were. This is on the road trip now. Yeah. So. KD still gonna go for fifty at least one time this season. Yeah, Draymond gonna get a five by five game at least one time this season. I think Draymond can get a. He can't go for fifty. No, no, no. I think Draymond could definitely go for. A... Well, no, that'll just be basic Draymond. I was just about to say a triple double. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, he, if he get a quadruple double, yeah, that would he be could, crazy. He can get very close to a quadruple yeah, tri- he, double. I wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. Very close. The only that. hard part. It's not the only hard part. There's multiple hard parts, but like, I think he could get I think the blocks. 10 might blocks. Be, yeah, the blocks is. I don't think ten steals is gonna happen for Draymond. It could, I guess. Yeah. Um, if they play the Wizards again, then yes, <laughs> it, it, he could probably get the ten steals <laughs> ten pretty quickly. Steals, ten blocks, he might break all the records. Yeah. Um, we'll get to the Wizards a little bit later. Uh, Tyron Lue fired out of there in Cleveland. I still have to pay him fifteen million dollars over the next three years, though. Perfect. That's uh, that's a come up. I that's guess. good. Yo, get to leave Cleveland. You don't have LeBron, so get you get to leave out. Cleveland. Get to leave. Cleveland ain't uh, you know. Cleveland does not rock, dog. Cleveland is a terrible place to live. Put some respect on my name. I mean, that, it is what it is, man. But it's they have good tattooers, though. They do. Yes. Uh, you would know that because I have no <laughs> yes. tattoos. So. um... You're the tattoo aficionado on this crew here. Uh, the interim head coach 
uh, has come out and said he is not the interim head coach. Dang. He is the voice of the team. That's Bro, what okay. Larry Drew said. He does not even have the coaching title on his no. desk. No, no, no. Oh he rejected the co- interim Denounced. title. <laughs> it's like, no, sir. <laughs> he said, the voice of the he team. He said, I am the voice of the team, Dang. but I am not the interim head Dang. coach. That's like somebody asking like a mixtape rapper. Are you what type of rapper are you? He's like, I'm not a rapper. I'm the voice of the streets, dog. Come on. <laughs> that is crazy. So, uh, Larry Drew, uh, it seems like uh, already got his first win. Is he one and zero? One and zero as the voice of the of the team. More wins than Tyrone Lou <laughs> already. Off uh, to a good start. He um he he is he got his one and zero as the voice of the team. Uh, it seems like Larry Drew has um I think it, it's a contractual thing. Like he wants uh power, kind of like some stability. He doesn't just uh, want to be there and then coach. and then be out. Mm-hmm. At the end of the year, he's that makes sense. He's kind of like, well, if this is the case, then I don't want to be the interim. I let me just chill and be the assistant again. Mm-hmm. Um, so they want to know they beat the Atlanta Hawks, who the Hawks had smacked them like a week ago, week and a half ago, yeah. when uh Trey Trey Young, Young went, went off, off of that. <laughs> yeah, uh, what was the interesting uh stat that you said uh, the, before the show? Even though the, the Cleveland Cavaliers were zero and six, they're zero and six or seven. Zero and six didn't yeah. do not have a head coach at the time. They only have a voice of the team. Voice of the team only, dog. Yeah, Kevin Love was hurt, and they were still favored by four and a half points to beat Atlanta. How sweet! Take, take- <laughs> that's bad. Atlanta is. <laughs> Whew. I remember my question during the uh, NBA uh, storyline was, uh, can Atlanta be the future of the East? No. And look. Just no. <laughs> There's okay. no way. Well, uh, I mean. It's let's, impossible. Let's just say we won't know that six games into the season. <laughs> they need. They, they still don't have. They don't have their best player on their team yet. Like okay. John Collins is not there yet. Trey Young is four games into his rookie season so it's a little bit difficult to see how bad they are but they're definitely not good talking about teams that are struggling um your los angeles oh lakers my gosh the team that you said are going to be a third seed in oh uh, this that is not the truth <laughs> matt said that they might not make the playoffs <laughs> oh man I, look I'm, they don't have a center they don't have a center they have just don't have a center on that team like, not only that, it's ridiculous. Not only that, they they just can't shoot. And they, look, they you, got some shooters on the team. You said it. You said that they couldn't shoot. You can't I, get Lance Stevenson and Rondo to play with Lonzo Ball. Who Lonzo Ball is getting better, shooting better. But like, the only shooters on that team to play alongside LeBron James are Josh Hart, Kyle Kuzman. That's not enough. Yeah, that's not a, that's not enough. That's not, not enough. enough at all. Um, I must say, two weeks into the season, I might be wrong. I I, I said they're going to be the third seed in the West. I said they'll win fifty games, which will put them at third. Um, the way that they're playing, I don't know, man. Demar they, Derozan looks like he is unstoppable against the Los Angeles Lakers. Yep, he was like, looking really he good. Kills them. Um, not only them, Lamarcus Aldridge. Yep, because they don't have a center. JaVel, what is JaVel McGee supposed to do to Lamar? JaVel McGee or Kyle Kuzma supposed to do to LaMarcus Aldridge on the defensive end? Like nothing. Nothing. Like um, literally nothing. Are you cool with this lineup of uh, Lonzo? Well, okay. So against the Timberwolves at the night, it was Lonzo, 
and Ingram in the at the court. one in the backcourt. Yeah. Then you had uh, Kuzma, Kuzma LeBron, and JaVale McGee. You cool with that lineup? Like, that is not my preferred lineup. My preferred lineup that I wish the Lakers would trot out there more, and they did They did it one time when Ingram was suspended, mm-hmm. is Hart, Lonzo, Kuzma, LeBron, and un- unfortunately JaVale McGee. Like, JaVale McGee's been playing fine. Uh-huh. He is just not a... You can't leave him out there for 30 minutes. He's very limited on the offensive end. He's not the type of center that... And nobody can rebound on the Lakers. Like, there's so many... That's a lineup that I want them to start, at least. And have Kuzma or Brandon Ingram come off the bench and just be a, a like a Lou Williams, like a super sub, six-man, just very dominant offensive force. But they're, they're just going to be struggling. They're going to be struggling. Might so, be time to disband the team. Wow. So you're cool with Rondo coming off the bench? Rondo should come off the bench. Okay. Rondo, Lance Stevenson, and either Ingram or Kuzma should be coming off the bench with the second unit. Just to like veteran leadership, stability, and just a dynamic like player. I guess Kuzma, I feel like, would come off the bench better just because he has a more polished offensive game. And but yeah, Luke Walton might be next one. This coaches that got fired too early in the season. Oh was, man, that's unfortunate. And it's that's, not. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. But that's that's the LeBron effect. When you come, Le, the spotlight is on you once LeBron comes into town. Yeah. Um. Here's one thing that I'm gonna say, which I've been saying it in my head, but never actually said it on my podcast, on this podcast, or on any other show that I've been interviewed on or anything. What's the hype with Brandon Ingram? Uh, just the way that he's built, pretty much. Okay, so then, that's uh, so that's my question. But here's my statement. I mean, the Lakers just need to move on from Brandon Ingram. You, but to what? To nothing. Get pieces. I don't know. You. He sh- He's gotten a little bit better, but he's not gonna be what people thought he was gonna be i think well then you just gotta i guess after his deal is up you just gotta let him walk i guess i don't know and if you're gonna let him walk you might as well trade for him because there are some teams and some gms that somehow believe that brandon ingram is the next kevin durant like i don't know where that ever came from like his game is very much not similar to kevin they're durant. not similar they, the only the s- body type is similar like that's it that's it. And even then, Kevin Durant actually was still a little larger. Yeah, I mean, definitely. <laughs> like, for sure. Even coming like into the lanky, league. <laughs> he's a lanky wing. He's not a three-point shooter. He's not like a... He's like a slasher, mid-range jump shooter. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is not... No one is Kevin Durant. Except for Kevin Durant. So, yeah, I just don't know all this hype of, like, yo, you know, Ingram's back. Ingram, you got to get him in the lineup. You got to do this. Ingram hasn't done anything to deserve to start. Let's be real. It's just be. He doesn't, He's on the Lakers. There's he, no one else that can start over him. Exactly. Exactly. But that doesn't mean you deserve it. It's just, like, by default, damn, you on the, like, you got to get in the game, I guess. You got to be the fifth person. But to me, he has done nothing, even last year. Like, I look, people talk about Lonzo Ball wasn't playing well and all that, but Brandon Ingram wasn't playing well either. You know, he's not Julius Randle is the scorer. only one who was really playing well, and Kuzma, and Hart, like, last year. I guess so. Lonzo is very good on the defensive end. And that's what I'm saying. Does say. not get credit for that. 
but everyone was harping on Lonzo and not on who's the okay so Brandon Ingram can't score and that's what you got him for like what else what else did you he shoots above 40 percent from the three-point line that doesn't mean he can score. That is exact. If you shoot that, that is exactly what it means. He scores. I mean, to me, he's a, a three. He can shoot the three. He's just not a three-point shooter. To me, a score is somewhere where it's like, look, you need to just get a bucket, get it. Not like, he, all right, I'm he's open. Not, he's I not hit like this that. Shot. Like that is you're not a scorer. Then. He is misrep. He's not a scorer. Like well, he can shoot the three. He is not a twenty-point a game scorer. Well, I know uh, Magic and Rob Palenka weren't part of it, but hey, maybe they need to just be like, hey, if they can, I'm be all out. for trading him just because there's like a log jam with him and Kuzma. They play the same position pretty much. Mm-hmm. If you could get something for him, sure. If you could get a point guard or a center. Oh, well, not not a point guard. If they could get a center for Brandon Ingram, I'd be all for it. If not, there's no way that they could trade him. Sacramento Kings. Surprise team. They're five and two. Buddy Heald looking like he's supposed to be out here. Willie Cauley-Stein playing pretty well. Uh, Belizia, I think Mm -hmm. this is his name. Yeah. Almost signed with the 76ers last minute. Changed his mind, went to the Kings. The Kings have more wins than the 76ers. Mm. That's interesting. Very interesting. Um, and he lit up the Wizards also. Ooh. Just 25, 5, and 5. Ooh, he definitely did light up the Wizards on uh, Friday night. Uh, this might be, I don't know if they started this. I mean, wins-wise, this probably has to go back to like the Chris Webber days. It's a minute. It's been a while since they've been. I mean, they're 5 and 2. Yeah. They're definitely good. And they I think they have some good wins. Look. Okay, so they beat Orlando. It's Orlando, but usually bad teams aren't guaranteed to win these games. They're opposed to, they beat the Magic. Beat the Magic, beat uh Miami, Miami beat the Wizards, beat, the Wizards. beat Memphis. Uh-huh. Beat OKC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they lo- the only the only losses they have to are to Denver, New Orleans, and Utah. Oh, so they have three losses. Yeah. What's their record? I thought it was five and two. Is the it record four and is three? One, two, three, four, five. Oh, and so three. five and three. Yeah. Five and three. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, hey, they they looking they're, they're looking, looking pretty good. good. And they still Harry Giles is still like story of his life has yet to play this year. Like any meaningful minutes really hasn't started, hasn't looked like he did in summer league. Wow, wow. So that's maybe a positive thing in the long run. Yeah. Not positive right now that he's oh, not no, on the no. court. Bagley's been playing well. Uh-huh. Willie Collie Sign's been playing well. Their big men have been playing pretty great. And and Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill. Um Darren Fox has been playing decent. Yeah, I guess. I got I him on my fantasy team. I <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. You you got something to say about that? No, that it's what? good. I like the Kings players for fantasy basketball. Kings players are good. Perfect. I was about to say. By the way, I saw your trade offer. No, yeah. So and I rejected it. I saw that also. I don't. You know, did your finger slip? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. I'm just trying to bring my man's home. Look, we, we'll discuss our back, fantasy back to basketball the area. Um, off air. But hey, I'm, I'm doing all right in hey, fantasy nah, because I'm paying attention. This is gonna be a good year. I think a lot of more pe- people are. Uh, everybody is kind of out to stop Griffin from winning this league. He might hear this one day. Griffin listens to us sometimes. What's his name in the league? A uh, bad boy, sixty nine, I think, or oh, something like that. Not I ate crabs. No, no, no. That's that David. person's that's first. David. Okay, yeah. Um, B boy, sixty nine. B boy, sixty nine. I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna make sure. I, I, 
I have a better record. I'm in third, I think, right now. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're in fourth. Oh, I must have dropped last night. I must have dropped last night. Um, yo, who who is the dude who was talking junk about fantasy football in the fantasy basketball? What do you mean? No, when we saw down, uh, down in D.C., the dude that I guess I had won last year in whatever league. I'm trying to think who that we was. We saw him in, in, on the streets. Oh, a Martin? No, he's not in this league. He's okay. not in this league. All right. Fantasy football, fantasy basketball is so good. It's just, it's a lot. Make it's sure, lot. I, make sure I'm in a fantasy football league with this dude next year. Oh, we could do that. So I could, we uh, could do that. So I could just uh, continue talking, talking, talking trash. trash Jeremy's, pa- Jeremy's favorite pack. It's like his baseball. Perfect. <laughs> trash, trash talking and fighting people on basketball courts. Halfway. I don't know what you're talking about the fighting part. I don't know what you're talking about on that one. I'm, I'm a, I'm a real docile peacemaker. Okay. I'm a I'm a pacifist. That's what the, that's what all the people who like to fight on basketball court say. Perfect. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, there's some uh, I guess you could say breaking news in the NBA right now. Uh, Gotta get what, a sound effect for this. Yep, yep, yeah. I need a dun, 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 dun. exactly. Dun, dun, dun. I'll put that in for Gotta next week. Gotta get one of the, oh for breaking gosh. news. Even if we don't have breaking news, we just need to use that. <laughs> so uh, what's the news that you're just getting about uh, in the NBA? Jimmy Butler says from, was it John Krasinski? I hope I got your name kind of right. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler is taking the next step in a six-week-long process aimed at getting the All-Star out of Minnesota by sitting tonight against Utah and could lead to an extended absence for Butler. That's if you're trying to get yourself traded, sitting out games, got to do it. So, um, now nah, that's all the, the re- that's, that's all, all that's being reported. So that's far. all that's yeah. being reported. I guess so. I guess is, is he showing up to the game? Oh, you, what he's? I hope I hope he is hosting at like a club tonight somewhere in Utah or wherever the game is. <laughs> what man? That's hey, that's ballsy. So that's we'll see. We'll, we'll see how that that goes. With uh, Jimmy Butler and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Let's move on now to our champs and chumps of the week. Every week we celebrate those who do well and we criticize those who do not. Starting with you, Matt. Who is your champ of the week? Oh, my champ, Clay Thompson. Spray Thompson. Baby, want a champ. Like, I say it all the time. I think Clay Thompson is in practice when KD, Clay, and Steph shoot around. I think Clay misses the least amount of shots. I believe in so. In practice. I believe so. Yeah. His his jumper, just he's six seven. Like he can get the eat take an easy jump shot because he's a bigger do- like dude. And then you see it in these type of performances he has. He has the I think he has the second most points in a quarter now behind Kevin Love, but he also has most three pointers in a game, most fifty point games without playing more than thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Like just he gets hotter faster than any other player that has probably played in the NBA. I think uh, Clay Thompson is probably the best pure shooter on that team. Yeah. Like, uh, in-game shooting, that's a different thing. And, like, when Steph is when Steph is in Steph mode, it doesn't really count. Steph he just, doesn't look yeah, at that. He just, Steph shoot, presses the shoot button. Yeah, it looks it's like, like, like <laughs> he's playing a video game. And it's a cheat code. Yeah, like, put the cheat code, and I'm going to be running to the other end of the court yep. and just throw the ball. And I'm going to kick go. it. It's going to bounce <laughs> off a kid in the front row and then go into the rim. Yeah. <laughs> Steph is not fair. And KD is different, too, Like because you know how KD plays. Yeah. But yeah. I think when Klay Thompson is on, like, you can't really do anything. My champ of the week. 
goes to the Boston Red Sox. Uh, specifically, the MVP of the 2018 World Series, Steve. And I had to, had to procrastinate. I had to, you know, drag that out. Steve Pierce. Baby, wanna chill. Steve Pierce. Um, you want to hear the amount of teams he's played for? How many teams did he play for? Uh, 2007 to 2011, he played with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Mm-hmm. 2012 with the Baltimore Orioles. Also in 2012, the Houston Astros. Gotcha. Also, uh oh, <laughs> in 2012, Uh-oh. the New York Yankees. Uh, 2013 to 2015, back with the Baltimore Orioles. Some of these had stints in the minors. Mm-hmm. 2016, Tampa Bay Rays. Also in 2016. The Baltimore Orioles, 2017, and into earlier this year, the Toronto Blue Jays, and then of course was traded to the Boston Red Sox for like the 25th prospect in the Red Sox organization, um, and he is the World Series MVP. Now, I personally believe the MVP should have gone to David Price because he pitched two very good games but you know how the media is and you know how specifically baseball media is when you have an issue with them they will hold it against you and uh, David Price has had a history with the with the media um, national media and local media and specifically in Boston uh, but however Steve Pierce did win the MVP mm. for the World Series so he is my champ of the week uh, moving now on to your chump of the week. Who is that, Matthew? Chump of the week is every team that I like that wears purple and gold. Because you're a chump. The Vikings, like, why do they do this to me? I just don't understand. Like, what? why can't they just win the big game? Just one time for me. In the regular season, I, I know they're going to disappoint me in the playoffs. Same with the Lake and in the, the Lakers, they just they made so many offseason moves that they didn't make sense at the time. It might have been cool, like Rondo coming to the Lakers, that's cool. Lance Stevenson, that's cool, or whatever. They don't make sense when it's time to play basketball. Like they never got a center. Like JaVel McGee starting for the Lakers is a huge problem, and you can see it when he is like having to guard Jokic or like any type of center that has offensive moves. Yeah, just, yeah, the Lakers-Vikings, Chumps of the Week. Talking about, real quick, your center position in um, with the Lakers. Would this team be exponentially better with Brooke Lopez back? Like, three wins better. Already, yeah. off the jump. Yeah, you would have won yeah, three more than three, what you have with right With Brooke now. Lopez, just... It was JaVale McGee. If he, JaVale McGee is still on his team and coming off the bench, three more wins. If JaVale McGee is just not on this team, I think they would struggle a little bit just because there would be still no center depth, but Brook Lopez is a center. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Brook Lopez is doing pretty well with the Milwaukee the Bucks, Bucks right now. Are they currently still undefeated? Undefeated yep. still. Yep, yep, yep. Just defeated the uh, Toronto Raptors the other night. Without Giannis. Without Giannis, and, but you know, they didn't have Kawhi, but, you know, yeah, still counts. My chump of the week goes to uh, one of my favorite teams, the Washington Wizards. Because you're a chump. I feel like I've had them numerous times on here. And um, it's just getting really annoying and frustrating with this team. Uh, they are 1-6 right now. 
Their one win was on the road against the Portland Trailblazers in overtime in a game where they easily could have lost because John Wall missed two free throws at the end of the game. And you had to get an Otto Porter block from behind to save the game. With his left hand. But then the Wizards follow that up with a loss against the Warriors. Okay, we told you that was the game where Steph it's just went happen. out. It, they were going to beat whoever they played that night. It doesn't exactly. Yeah. Um. And it's, and look, the Wizards still even at a halftime were only down by ten. At the end of the third, they were only down by ten. Like they were in the game while Steph was going off. Understandable. But then you had two nights later against the Kings. Okay, we mentioned the Kings are playing well, mm-hmm. but that team should not be beating the Wizards. Like, definitely not. The Wizards are a playoff team. The Kings maybe won like twenty games last year, and the year before, and the year before, and the year before. Not only that, they then lose by close to forty points against the Clippers. Yeah. Mar- Marcin Gortat is having the game of his season so far, <laughs> and he's talking junk. Oh, absolutely. And John Wall is out here being selfish during that game. No one else is getting involved. Uh, the one emotional leader, Markeith Morris, gets injured. He's out for a little bit. I think he has a concussion. Out for a little bit. Yeah. Um, Otto Porter is being so passive. Bradley Beal isn't doing anything. And we have guys like uh, Jan Mihivi, who is the starting center at the moment. Ooh. Because uh, Dwight Howard hasn't. Hurt his butt. Hasn't played yet. Then you lose against the Memphis Grizzlies last night. And when I say lose, it just wasn't even close after the first quarter. Yeah, no, Marcus Hall was ripping. Like, if you don't have a starting center on your team, you can't defend the center position. Like, Marcus Hall going against Mahimi? Like, that's not even a fit. What are they supposed to do? So, yeah, I look at this point. I know I never wanted this to happen, especially with this team, but I, I'm pretty fed up. I'm pretty frustrated at this point. I won't be upset if uh, star players are gone. I won't be upset if I know you can't do it at the moment with John Wall. So he may be the only safe one for at least this year. I don't know. You can trade anybody. Anyone can get but, they traded Blake with five years on his contract. But for sure, Otto Porter has to be out. You got to clear up that space for sure. And honestly, if you got to trade, you got to trade two of the three. And if that means Otto and Bradley or Otto and Wall, but for sure, two of the three got to be out. And you just got to build. And not only that, man, maybe you need to start doing some illegal activity and start start talking to other players and be like, look, man, if we do this, will you come here? They need to collude, dog. And be like, look. If we do this and we let this person go and we hire this coach, will you be here? Maybe we need look. Maybe we need a trade for Jimmy uh, Jimmy Butler, even if it's one year. I'm I'm to that point because clear cap cap space in the future. Exactly, and and look, maybe that needs to be the deal. Otto Porter. I I don't know if uh I don't know if Minnesota even wants Otto Porter, but maybe <laughs> you gotta put Otto Porter Kelly and like Ubre, Kelly Oubre and a pick. And say for 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 Jimmy Butler and hey if Jimmy Butler stays good we got Jimmy Butler if not good we cleared up space but at this point the team's not going anywhere and for someone who thought this team was the fourth best team in the East and who thought 
all right, LeBron James is not in the East anymore. This is the time to strike. They're, they're doing nothing. And what makes it even more frustrating is that they still have the nerve to talk in the media to talk about how great they are. Do press conferences at Rose Bar. It's ridiculous. So it, that's the that's the annoying part about this entire situation. So, yeah, the Washington Wizards, they are my chump of the week moving now on to the nfl let's recap the scores of week eight starting with the thursday night game uh texans beat the dolphins 42 to 23 in london the eagles beat the jaguars 24 18 panthers beat the ravens 36 21 the bears bounce back with a win over the jets 24 10 the Bengals on the last second field goal defeat the Buccaneers 34-37. to We have news coming up out of that game. Seattle Seahawks come off the bye with a victory over the Lions 28-14. The Chiefs. It seems like the Broncos are the only team that can really keep the Chiefs like close. And um, I didn't watch the game, but the score ended up being 30-23, to so I don't know how it played out. But uh, the Broncos seem to be the only team that can really play the Chiefs close. And partly, I guess partly because they're defense. Stifling defense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Chiefs only scored 30 points. Uh, the Washington Redskins defeated the Giants 20-13. to Yet the score was not indicative of the dominance of the Washington Redskins. Very good run defense there also. Steelers defeat the Browns 33-18. The Colts go into the black hole and defeat the Oakland Raiders 42-28. The Cardinals get their second victory in the season and it's also their second victory over the 49ers 18 to 15 um i'll tell you a quick story about that game the game of the week rams beat the packers 29 27 there's some news coming out of that game, a good game. um you don't want to talk about the sunday night game the saints won they beat their opponent 30 to 20 thank you um and the wrap-up week eight the Patriots on Monday night, and this game was close all the way into the like <laughs> near the end of the fourth quarter. But it was twenty five six Patriots over the Bills. At one point, it was twelve to six with like eight minutes left in this game, and the Bills had the ball. <laughs> but when you're such a bad team, like even those situations, you can't. You even, can fall apart. <laughs> you can't even overcome those situations. Um, Hugh Jackson, fired. Gone. He won three <laughs> games in like three years, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Three games in three years. Could it could have been fired when it was two games in two three thirty six and one. Yeah. No. Nah. Like it sucks. I had to. It's the hard knocks curse, dog. <laughs> Let me say this. I'm always I'm always for the support of the brothers. You know, Hugh Jackson being a black head coach. But uh, he kind of didn't help himself oh, no, he in sucked. some situations. He sucked, dog. <laughs> and for someone who's supposed to be an offensive guru, like that offense never got going in three years. And then Todd Haley, the offensive coordinator, Supposed- gets fired. Um, another offensive guru. And That's somehow- what they say. That's what they say about all, both of them. Might not be the case. But um, the it seems like or the uh, general manager or the front office... An organization made this move because My man with the sweater. Because um <laughs> John My man with the sweater was out here fed up all, all these times. <laughs> My man had a sweater. I had a sweater and a button up yep. and a hat in the summer. <laughs> no matter 
shorts, shorts khaki no shorts. matter what the temperature was. Khaki shorts and Nike Monarchs. That's like, yeah. It's the number one, number one Nike seller of all time, Perfect. if you didn't know. Yes, look it up. Number one. Um, you also taught me about the Canadian... Uh, tuxedo? Tuxedo. I hey. never knew about that. Never knew about that. It's a real thing. Super lit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, word is that... Uh, Hugh and Todd really couldn't get along, which we knew from Hard Knocks. Didn't we, seem like they got really along. We saw that they on the same episode page. one. <laughs> we saw that episode one of Hard Knocks, and it seemed like things were getting progressively worse. So, of course, they're like, well, things ain't going good. We're going to get rid of both of you all. Everybody gone. Uh, the interim head coach is Greg the Williams. The interim right voice. <laughs> the voice. Oh, well, Greg Williams, he wants that job. So hey, he, I he gonna it. say. He's going to say, this is my job. I'm- Let's watch receipt, how many uh, players he uh, tries to injure. <laughs> I'm never going to forgive Greg Williams either. Stole a Super Bowl appearance from the Vikings. Perfect. He, <laughs> he did. I hate that guy. Because, I hate uh, that guy. Because uh, Brett Favre was never the same after that game. And Brett Favre was already old. He got but after that, that game. <laughs> after that, he, he was never the same. He probably is still hurt from that game. Brett Favre literally five years of his life is gone oh, because nah. of that game <laughs> they ruined him so yeah todd haley out so uh, of course two cleveland coaches out now tyron lewin nba hugh jackson uh, they can go on vacation together yeah they they could um other nfl news ty montgomery <laughs> the the rams best player <laughs> ty montgomery he uh he made a dubious mistake. Did not did not make the right decision. A little over two minutes in the game. Packers down by two. He receives the kickoff about two yards deep in the end zone. Decides to run out. Not only where he does he run out, he gets stuffed kind of at the 15-yard line. Oh, and then the football comes out. That's the bad part. Everything Fumble. else was okay until Rams that part. Rams get the ball. Game over right there. Uh, coaches are upset at him. Uh, Mike Aaron McCarthy, yeah, Mike McCarthy comes out and says, you know, I told him, you know, not to run this out. Well, Ty Montgomery said, look, I made a mistake. He's like, looking back, I should have never done that, but I was never told not to do it. <laughs> yeah, okay. and he came out and said, look, I'm not trying to be. I, he said, I made a mistake, but you will not paint me as a subordinate. Yeah. So he came out and said that. I knew at that point things. What were happened not after be that? Good. We'll get into that later. <laughs> what happened? What happened with next? with uh, Ty Montgomery? We will get into that. Uh, other NFL news: Jameis Winston benched after his four interceptions against the Bengals. Not only that, Fitzpatrick gets back in the game. Starts lining up bring, again. Starts lining Fitz up. Fitzmagic. Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic. Call him by his right name. No, no, no. Because he's going to be a bum next week. So look, they said. Jameis Winston and Blake Bortles are the only quarterbacks with this many multi-interceptions, interception games this season, or is it their career? They have a lot. Yeah, they they turn they turn the ball over a lot, a ton. When it comes to total turnovers of all quarterbacks in the NFL, uh, Bortles and Winston are one and two respectively. That's not that is a hundred percent not the list you want to be on. No, not at all. Um, so let me say this. I've always been, when Jameis Winston returned from the suspension, I said that, hey, Jameis needs to start because you need to know what you have for the future. 
Do you know now? I still don't think you know because this is Jameis. He he'll have a game like this, and then the next week he'll have four touchdowns, no turnovers. Exactly. Um, not only rush one in. Not only that, um, you got to give him a fair sh- for at least this season a fair shake. Now, if the organization knows today on Halloween 2018 mm-hmm. that he is not the future, then they made the right decision in benching him because Fitzpatrick will start the remainder of the year. That was that was announced because if Jameis were to get injured, then you owe him the $20 million, I guess, incentive that's in the contract so yes that makes sense okay you already know he's not coming you're he's not coming back then okay you say we're not gonna play you so we don't risk having to pay you this money but if at the end of the year you're still saying you know what maybe we're gonna keep him we may keep him and and we're gonna have to you know pick up that fifth year option then you just wasted eight games you just wasted eight games. Like he could have been playing eight games, and you could have determined is he really for you, or if not. Because look, if Jameis Winston for the next eight games goes two and six or one and seven, then you know, all right, this quarter he's not he's not the quarterback for me, and you can move on. But with him on the bench, you never know. So, and then you know what, Fitzpatrick, you know what you're getting, someone who will just. Either at the maximum will not lose you a game, and at worst will definitely lose you a game. He's not an Alex Smith where he's not going to lose you a game and not win you a game. His ceiling is not losing the game for you. Is his ceiling the floor? Not necessarily, but <laughs> but man, it's it ain't good. Let me just say that it's not good, but. Man, other uh, NFL news. Eric Reed and Malcolm Jenkins. The feud is is uh, explained even more. Uh, they spoke to Eric Reed about the situation. Eric Reed came out and said, look, the reason why I'm really upset with Malcolm Mitchell is because um, Malcolm Mitchell took over the protests of Colin Kaepernick. And he started his players coalition. And of course, the players coalition was meeting with owners and other uh, figureheads. And um, during the meeting, um, Eric Reed mentioned how they were in the meeting. And um, the owner of uh, the Bills came out and said, look, to fix this issue, we got to have a black figurehead. Uh, that that will come out and say, "Hey, we're gonna stop doing this. We're gonna stop protesting during the national anthem, and you know we need a black figurehead for this." Uh, you had Bud um, uh, McNair, the owner in um, Houston, the super racist owner. He was like, "Yeah, you know your uh, your your comrades. Make sure your comrades are are in order." Then Malcolm Jenkins makes a phone call to eric reed and is pleading for eric reed and colin kaepernick to stop kneeling during the national anthem reed says him and kaepernick will not do that until their demands are met he then says that malcolm jenkins pretty much asked them well how much money do you need for your agenda 
to for you to stop kneeling and that's when eric reed ended up hanging up the phone and then of course we know about the situation where the players coalition struck a deal with the owners and the uh, deal was not really favorable for the players really and also on in on eric reed's perspective was that the money was only given to shut the players up and not because they really cared so yeah so that's when eric reed called malcolm jenkins a sellout uh what do you think about this whole situation it's a giant mess like just a I don't know, man. It's the kneeling. It's the. You knew the owners were going to do something like this to try mm-hmm. to disrupt, like disrupt the message of the the protest. You know what I'm saying? Like this is it's like 101, I guess. But I just don't. I don't understand. I just don't understand how the owners could still just be so short short sighted and just trying to push this like away Uh as something that doesn't need to be talked about but it does and it's still currently being talked about it needs to be talked about until there's some type of Colin Kaepernick is still not back and Mm -hmm. there's I think it's not going to happen me personally oh it's not happening at this point that's what I'm saying this is now season number two that is not in the league it's a wrap it's a wrap and And, that's ridiculous and we're seeing terrible quarterbacks (laughs) still breaking turnover records weekly yeah um so yeah and then of course the deal is uh, made between the players coalition and the owners and then of course that's when the owners decided okay now we're gonna put out penalties and that was of course earlier this year and Mm. of course the league decided to scrap all of that but yeah so then that was eric reed pretty much talking about the entire situation with uh about malcolm jenkins so look at this point i am on the side of eric reed yeah he might have you know flipped out during the coin toss and he tried to run up on malcolm but at the end of the day like i am on his side about this and this was i want to give a shout out to harold laws and oss 980 they spoke about it since last year when this went down Mm. about how malcolm jenkins was really padding his pockets with money and that was one thing eric reed said he was like oh yeah and when he when he did that eric reed uh, malcolm jenkins stopped protesting also so you got your money and now you want to say okay i'm good now um now of course malcolm jenkins and the players coalition they've done good things too i'm not going to sit here and say they haven't mm. they've they've got they've done good things that's a swindly things also and that's and that's the problem that eric reed is saying uh, and, and he also felt like malcolm jenkins became the figurehead of this movement when really it was a colin kaepernick so you know that that was that's what one of the big issues is all right the trade deadline really busy trade deadline really extremely busy, busy. lots of lots of moving wide receivers that's true a lot of them are wide receivers that's a great point that you made right there uh let's start off quickly though with um the first big news of course amari cooper we spoke about that last week um but then uh another wide receiver demaris thomas of the denver broncos traded to the houston texans texans for two uh mid-round future picks then we had golden tate 
of the Detroit Lions traded to the Philadelphia Eagles for a third round pick. Mm-hmm. Then the Redskins traded for uh, what's his name? Ha ha Clinton Dix from the Packers. From the Packers. The Packers also then traded Ty Montgomery to the Ravens. And I think that's a good good trade. Um, and then Dante Fowler from the Jacksonville Jaguars traded to the Los Angeles Rams. So now the Rams are about to have four number one draft picks on that defensive line at some point in the game. First round, sorry, not number one. First round draft picks. Very good first round draft picks too. Potentially, I don't. I'm not sure so about uh, Fowler. Fowler hasn't lived up the potential yet, mm. but he is going to a team which is going to have Aaron Donald and Sue and Michael Brockers on the on the line. So at some point, we're gonna find out if he's really for real or if he's a bust. So. Uh, and then, um, what else happened? Yeah, we said Ty Montgomery. Let me say this about the trade deadline. The, tr- the, the big trades that were made that we just identified. I think they're good for both teams involved in the trades, except the Which Green one? Bay Packers. Oh, the, this is kind of the Green the Green Bay Packers just traded one of their better defensive players, right? Yes. And their biggest problem always has, has been, been defense. Def- yeah. And is- not just one of their best defensive <laughs> players. Uh, Pro Football Focus rated him as top three. Yeah. So safety in the game. They kind of, you know, packing it up for the season, right? Also, or that's what it looks like. Also, Ty Montgomery was a wide receiver, but he was also playing running back. Mm. That's how bad their running game is. And I feel like the Packers at this point, they're just kind of like, look. We're packing it in. And when you have a quarterback with Aaron Rodgers, I wish I remember who said this. They said the gift and the curse of Aaron Rodgers is that he makes you seem like your team is really good. But it's not. But it's not. And we're seeing the Packers really aren't a good team. It's just that Aaron Rodgers keeps these guys in so many games. So, yeah, man, it's that's crazy. Like, for real. That's but other than that. All the other trades have been uh, pretty good for both sides. Uh, do you think the Texans is gonna be? You think Demarius Thomas is out here about to? I think he'll be a good. He'll be a decent like Will. Uh, what's my man? They got hurt. Forever hurt. <sighs> yeah, nah. Forever hurt. That's he, his name. I mean, when he plays, he scores a touchdown. Yeah, every week. He, but w- every he, week, every week he's played. He's, we're talking about Will Fuller. By Will the way. Fuller. Deshaun but, Watson is hurt all the time too. But Deshaun Watson Come plays on, through his in- injuries no, outside no, of the no, injury no, last I'm year. not trying to hear he plays through his injuries, dog. He got hurt one good time. Same injury that Will Fuller got hurt now for the, the whole second, season. Isn't this the second one? Look, some people get more injured than other people. Uh, but anyways, Demaryius Thomas is there. I look, I do like the I do like the Golden Tate pickup for the Eagles. Yes, their issues is in the running game, but Golden Tate now playing, now Way being too many weapons there. Way too many wide receiver weapons. You can't guard all those people. Exactly. It's also going to open up the run game, in my opinion. I think it'll open up the run game. And let me say this, and a lot of people are about to be shocked when I say this. You ready for this, Matt? I think so. The Redskins trading for trading for Haha Clinton Dix. I mean, at this point, they're the, they're already the division leaders in the NFC East. Are you about to get on the Redskins bandwagon? Nah, hell no. I'll never be a Redskins fan. Mm. But I'll tell you this: 
they're the best team in the division right now. The be- they have the best defensive line. They may have the best secondary. Not may. They have the best secondary in the division. They do. Josh Norman, DJ Swearinger, Clint Haha Dix, Quinn Dunbar when he comes back. They're better than any four combinations of any of the other teams, you want to say? No, those teams. Uh, yeah, probably. And in the division, at this very moment, they have the best offensive line. They're better know. than the Cowboys. They're better than the Eagles right now. The Eagles are down uh, Lane Johnson and uh, what's his name? Um, Peters is not the same after the injury. Okay. Who has the best running core right now? Uh, none of them. The Cowboys have the best running core. You think so? I mean, they got the best running back. They got Ezekiel. Yeah. But <laughs> nobody else on any of those other teams, except for Saquon, I guess. Saquon is approaching not... good. Look, let me. Okay, so the best running backs are not on the Redskins. They're not on Redskins, but we're not. Adrian Peterson is still He's balling out here. Having a renaissance year. But the best rushing attack really is still the Redskins. Maybe. And and the reason I say I can't say the Cowboys is because we have a head coach in doesn't like to run the ball. <laughs> and Jason Garrett and Scott Scott Linehan who aren't they're so predictable with their runs and stuff. And also the offensive line is beat up right now. Travis Kelsey's not there. We have a rookie left guard. You know, so we're we're beat up on on the Cowboys are beat up on the offensive line also. So yeah, I mean Redskins got it. They're gonna win this division. I mean we will see. It's still on paper, early. they're gonna win this division. Now they don't play on paper. I, now are the Redskins gonna resort to the ways that they usually resort to? I don't think so. For once. Like this team really does look good. And once they make the playoffs, anything's possible. So you're predicting a race in the Super Bowl? No, hell no. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. But they can win a game in the playoffs. That would be good. That's a good start. Exactly. Uh, So, yeah, they're they're looking pretty good. All right, let's uh, quickly get to... Man, we've been going for a while, but... um, Let's quickly get to pick them. And uh, pick these games, predict these games for week nine, starting with the Sunday, Thursday night snoozer. It's either going to be a snoozer or the best game or the best game of the year. Uh, Raiders at 49ers battle of the Bay. Who you got? 49ers. I have the Raiders. I think. I think the Raiders will get their second victory. I think the 49 CJ Beathard is. I don't know if he's bad or if his talent isn't good, but things <laughs> it is just not going good. Uh, Steelers at Ravens. I have the Ravens. Who do you have? Steelers. All right, so you're going with the Steelers. Uh, Bills at Bears. Who do you have? Bears. I'm going with the Bears also. Uh, Bucks at Panthers. Who do you mm, have? Panthers. I'm also going with the Panthers. Chiefs at the Browns. Chiefs. I have the Chiefs winning too, but I think the Browns are going to be in another close game. I don't know. I don't see team. it. <laughs> Their defense no is nasty. Their defense is good. They can't do anything on offense. Yeah, but 
they're de- it'll, it'll be a low score. This will be the first low scoring game. I don't know. And then it'll I give. Think, it'll, I think uh, Kansas City will cover the spread. It'll give the Cleveland fan base this like glimmer of hope. Like, oh, you see what we did against the Chiefs? You see what we did? We we stopped Patrick Mahomes and da 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 da. It's still a loss, but you, I mean, they got—they live in Cleveland. They gotta look for something. <laughs> Applebee's. <laughs> they gotta look for two for twenty. <laughs> uh, Jets at Dolphins. Uh, Jets. I'm going with the Dolphins. Lions at Vikings. You're going with the Lions, I know. Vikings. I'm going with the Vikings also. Um, Falcons at Redskins. That is a tough one. That's a tough one? That is a tough one. I'm going to go Atlanta. Ooh, okay. I'm going with the Redskins. They, they're they just, the, the Falcons, their defense is beat up. Um, and they somehow can't get Julio Jones in the end zone. I saw a tweet. They never, where, ever get Julio I Jones saw a the tweet where they said, Julio, the end zone must have a restraining order on he ain't going nowhere near this. <laughs> um, Texans at Broncos. Texans. I'm going with the Texans also. Uh, so Demarius Thomas traded to the Bron- to the Texans, but mm. then has to fly back. <laughs> That's funny. And then the Texans go on a bye week, so he may end up staying in Denver, settle some things, get some things in order, and then make his way back to uh, Houston. That's the one thing. Look, I know professional athletes make a lot of money. But, you know, there are stresses with moving. I guess. Like, I've moved a couple times recently. And but you moved as not a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to do a lot of the work yourself. If you could just pay somebody to move all your stuff to a new, whatever place that you're moving to, it's got to be a little bit different. Perfect. I guess so. I guess I you have a point there. Like, I, I guess you're right. Everything. If, like, if you just had to move in a week. And you had just endless funds to do it. It might be fun. It might be fun. It might be fun. You might enjoy it. <laughs> uh, Chargers at Seahawks. Chargers. I'm going with the Chargers. Also, Rams at Saints. Another game of the week right here with the Rams. That's a tough one, too. I'm going with the Rams. I think the Rams will do it. It'll be close, though. I think the Rams, Rams get it. at Saints. Golly. I think the Rams win. I think just because I don't believe in New Orleans' defense. Yeah, the defense is what it is. What yeah, it is. I don't believe in them. Patriot, uh, Packers at Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, I'm going with the Patriots also. It'll be close, though. And the wrap-up week nine. Titans at Cowboys Monday night. I got the Cowboys, of course. Not of course, but... I think Cowboys should win this one. I think Coming Cow- off a bye at home. I do want to see Amari Cooper. Yeah. First round draft pick. Yeah. Um, record so far, I'm 73 and 46, and you are 72 and 48. Allegedly. Allegedly. Nah, that's just what it is. That's what you said. That's just, that's just exactly... Uh, what it is when it comes to our pick'em NFL pick'em. Let's move on now to our sports-free zone. Um, just let's quickly get through this. The last week, there have been three terrorist attacks in this country. Um, we had uh, a gentleman arrested for 
distributing mail bombs to uh, prominent figures in politics and in uh, in the entertainment world. He was arrested on Friday in Florida. We had another man who tried to go into a predominantly black church, tried to shoot individuals in there. And when he was unsuccessful, went to a Kroger grocery store and shot and killed two uh, a, a black couple. And then we had on Saturday... A gentleman who went into a synagogue in, outside of Pittsburgh and killed, was it 11 individuals, injured many more, a uh, police officer killed also. So we've had three terrorist attacks in this country in the last week. Yeah. And uh, we've discussed this numerous times already. We got to get a control on guns. It's never going to happen. You're right. At this point, you're right. Never ever going to happen. We've seen children gunned down. We've seen moviegoers gunned down. We've seen school students numerous times go down. Uh, We've seen concert goers, uh, people at church. You know what has never gotten shot up? What? The Senate. Or like a country. Uh, Well, we've seen, uh, we saw, remember uh, last year for the the congressional softball game? Mm. Politician was shot at. You say how many? I mean, he was injured. Okay. I mean, if they're not if they're not gonna get get gun control for for children getting killed, one politician getting injured, that's not gonna change anything. I guess you're right, and that's probably we've probably been so jaded, oh, so no. like it's not jaded. It's just the truth. If you could go shoot up a, a a school full of children and nobody even considers gun control, like reform, like what do you have to do? Perfect. Look, I guess that's a very unfortunate state about this this country that people are more important, more especially kids. Kids can't make any money. Do you know how much money guns make? Like those children weren't making any money or contributing to the economy. They don't care about that. They're not donating to politicians. That's the bigger issue. You just <laughs> you just brought it up. Care the NRA. Children. The NRA just they got a whole bunch. They got millions of dollars to give to people to not make gun control a thing so and uh, another glaring issue about this this thing the three men who were the perpetrators the suspects for all of these are white american men terrorists Mm -hmm. but i just hate that the term domestic terrorists is being used they're just normal terrorists they they're terrorists yeah i don't because of course here in this country when we hear terrorists we just assume it's someone from a whole nother country. Someone wearing a turban. And that's the that's general that's the general consensus that it's uh, someone of the Islam faith who is an extremist who's coming here to destroy our country. Really, these are white Christian men. And I mean at some point at some point the white community has to take responsibility for this. Whenever people of any other community or faith or oh, religion per- or persecuted heavily, talk yeah, about building walls and call their country shitholes. And not only that, it's always like, well, you got to get your people in order. That's always what we hear. Like, hey, this suspect did this. Hey, well, y'all got to get your community in order. You know, we always hear about black on black crime and how we got to get things in order just to get respect from everyone else. Like, what ki- what kind of nonsense is that? Like, we got to get our stuff in order before we can even say hey we need justice i mean look white people really gotta look to themselves and figure out what the issue is like why do you have these quote-unquote 
lone wolf attacks. These aren't lone wolf attacks. These are like mindsets that are being ingrained from white nationalists. You can even say from President Trump, who's out here, you know, saying all sorts of random stuff um, and such hateful rhetoric. So, I mean, it all stems from that and, and, and whatever is happening within the white community. I'll say it. Because when stuff happens within, like I said, the black or the Latino community or the um, Islamic community, it's always like, well, you all got to get yourself in order. Now, white people, y'all got to get yourselves in order. A lot of shootings. And then talking about Donald Trump, he's talking. He wants to get rid of the um, uh, birthright uh, national um, um, <laughs> citizenship, birthright mm. citizenship. He said he is going to... Um, He's going to do an executive order. <laughs> you know why I'm laughing about this. Because this is not how you do things, right? Not just that's not how you do things. You cannot use an executive order to get rid of an amendment. This is our president, though. To get rid of a con- what's up that's in the Constitution. The Constitution states you are a U.S. citizen if you are born here. Simple. That's it. That's it. But he said he's going to do an executive order. This dude is a clown. Don't be rude. Like, and not only that, I do want to also talk about some of these other people who think that it's actually possible. Where people are now scared, like, oh my gosh, like, he's going to do this. What's going to happen to, you know, people that I know? Nothing's going to happen because he can't do an executive order for this. Bro, my man couldn't get a wall built. Like, that was like a big thing when he was running for president. He said he was just going to do it. There hasn't been a, a brick laid. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. Nah, dog. <laughs> that's not how it works. Then your boy Kanye West. That's your guy, dog. I'm, I've been off the bandwagon. That's that's your guy. That is... <laughs> look, look, That's not me. Look, Kanye West... I don't even man. listen to CDs. Oh, I still listen. Oh, no, <laughs> if he made it, I'm listening to it. <laughs> if it's in my, if it's on my iPhone, I'm listening to it. Oh no, dog. No, okay, not this new stuff, dog. I'm not listening to that stuff. That, whatever one comes out next month, I listen to. That. You don't want to listen to Yandy? I ain't listening to the one that came out. Uh, what is it? Yeah, Yay is awful. That oh, might be his worst album. Which one is that? Yeah, the 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 one the him. That's just came out. Yeah. Nah, yeah, you listen to that one. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, just. Kid see Ghost is good though. Oh, kid, it's a Kid Cudi project. Yeah, it can't be bad. <laughs> but uh, Kanye said he is uh, he he has been used in the political uh, realm, and he said he is stepping away from politics. Um, my interesting thing is, will he say he's been used by Donald Trump, or will he just say he's been used by? politicians it doesn't matter at this point like he's been used like his they did whatever they wanted to do with him whoever did it to him so yeah it's let me say this i still i still love kanye as a person you know i mean or as an you know i'm waiting for the day that he comes back we, we waited a long time for tiger woods to bounce back and tiger's almost there maybe kanye will have that bounce back you know now obviously i i, I don't know tiger woods ain't never done nothing like this perfect now obviously <laughs> tiger woods was Kanye West, different yeah tiger woods didn't, didn't say that you know slavery was a choice and he wasn't r- riding with you know donald trump and tiger woods has never been as popular as Kanye West in his entire career ever yeah. ever that's true that's like, true it's one thing if you say something and you don't reach that many people 
it's another thing when you're Kanye West. That's you true. Say some stuff. I give you that. I give you that. So yeah. So we're gonna see how all of that plays out uh, within the world. Um, they said it, he might be saying this because the sneakers didn't sell. He made too. Ma- he made too many of them. Like that's just all it is to it. About how many units do you think were made? Mm, it was enough for them not to sell out in two days. And usually they were always selling. They out. sell out in twenty minutes, fifteen <laughs> yeah. minutes. So yeah, that's what some people are saying. So, yep, yep, yep. All right, let's move on now to our Reddit topics of the week. Every week we go on to Reddit. We find interesting topics. Uh, we bring it to the table and we discuss it here. Starting with you, Matt. What is your Reddit topic of the week? Um, our Reddit topic of the week is since. Today is Devin Booker's 22nd birthday. Uh-huh. I wanted to do a little, uh, some random, what is it, Devin Booker facts about his players at his age. It was submitted Oregon Drogage. <laughs> uh, he's the youngest to ever score 60 points or 70 points. Okay. The third youngest to reach 4,000 points behind only LeBron and Durant. He averaged the second most points in a season by a guard 21 years or younger. And that's second to only Michael Jordan. Mm. (laughs) He had the second most 30.5 assist games after LeBron James. The fourth most 30 point games after LeBron, KD, and Melo. And the fifth most five assist games ever from a non-point guard. Mm. And he did all these things before he turned 22. And um, and with four different head coaches and fifty different teammates, that's wild. That is that is wild. His only two consistent teammates have been Tyson Chandler and T.J. Warren. <laughs> Yo, that's happy birthday, Devin Booker. That's wild, Devin. Okay, do you think Devin Booker will end up being a star in Phoenix? And when I, I say not. a star, I mean like where. People outside of the NBA know who Devin Booker is. I think Devin Booker is going to be a star. I think no matter what team he plays for, but it may be easier for him to become a household name outside of Phoenix. I like if he stays in Phoenix, him and DeAndre Ayton, it's going to be a lot on him, but it's also Ayton's got to get like, he's got to become a force too. So they can be like, It'll be easier for him to be like a household name if there's like if the Phoenix Suns are a powerhouse team. By the way, I just don't see that. By the way, DeAndre Ayton. Oh, he's a stud. Pretty good. He's a stud. He is. Like, see, David like, Robinson Jr. Well, that was I remember that was a comparison that we spoke about before the NBA draft. Uh he had the length, but not just the length, the body type and uh the 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 on court attributes of a David Robinson and He's looking pretty good. But back to Devin Booker. I mean, those are the stats that you just said are from players that are all Hall of Famers. Oh, no, no. Except for, oh, I'm not going to disrespect Carmelo Anthony like that. But yes. I mean, Carmelo Anthony's going to He's going to go to Hall of Fame. I don't. The NBA Hall of Fame needs to become a little bit more strict one day. Well, it's a pro basketball Hall of Fame, but yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, that's fine. He, who, it's funny. It's he the, was he was he was good. He was it's good. the pro basketball Hall of Fame, but they do take into account like your college. Yeah, he had a great college career. career. Like he was mm, just dominated for a whole season. I, I, 
Carmelo will be there. But anyways, um, off topic. But yeah, Devin Booker, man. I remember before he got drafted, Calipari even saying, hey, Devin Booker's going to be special, though. Because he had that super deep team, mm. and Devin Booker was coming off the bench. Yeah. He's like, like, hey, Carly Towns I was really Collie Stein on that team. Uh-huh. Um, um, the Harrison Twins. Whew, both of them. Uh, yeah. Who was the other guy that was on that team? Uh, was it Tyler Eulis? Yeah, uh, no, no, not Tyler Eulis, but it was another NBA player on uh, that team. Trey Lyles. Yeah, Trey Lyles. Yeah. Yep, yep. So yeah, that team was deep, and I remember Calipari saying, "Hey, but this kid right here, he's gonna be nice." And he was seventeen when he he was still seventeen, I think, when he came yeah, into the league. Right? Super, he was. He wasn't young as he a, wasn't the youngest player ever to yeah, be in was the Andrew NBA, Bynum. but he was like number. The second yeah. or the third youngest player ever. Yeah, so and he's balled out. Uh, but yeah, outside of NBA fans, there's not a lot of people mm-hmm. who know who Devin Booker is. So I think, I think that may be one of the issues at the moment. But he's what only he's gonna get better. That's true. That's probably true. probably. No, nah, I think he'll, he'll he'll get better. I think so. Uh, moving on to my topic of the week, it comes from, and I had it open. It comes from. <laughs> Tourette's fetish. Hey, great name. <laughs> uh, he said, uh, since it's Halloween today, October 31st, 2018, uh, he had a discussion that said, um, Halloween headlines. Write a headline that will scare your fan base. Now, this is strictly football. So, write a headline that would scare your football fan base. He said he's a Cowboys fan, and this would scare him. Jason Garrett signs a four-year extension. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Dog, that would scare the four-year four extension. extension. Would that scare you more than like a 10-year, $100 million like extension? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, as a Cowboys fan, yes, it would scare me more. Because at least I know, like, damn, like we are right here. Like, compared to, compared to, the, to, the, to the Raiders... <laughs> I guess they felt like they needed to give him 10 years to give him, like, time because they know how bad the team was. Terrible. And the crazy thing with Gruden is the team will eventually be good within 10 years, and everyone's going to say, oh, you see, he knew what he was doing. Nah. It's a decade. It's a decade. You should eventually (laughs) get it right. Especially if you got four uh, first-round draft picks coming in the, you know, the next draft, is it? So here's some other headlines that someone said. Um... Uh, the Vikings have re-signed Blair Walsh. It's <laughs> <This is> terrible. <laughs> Here's one from a Bills fan. Nathan Peterman is putting on his helmet to come into the game. <laughs> By the way, Nathan Peterman will be starting the next game Turn because uh, Derek machine. Anderson is in concussion protocol. They should just do open tryouts for quarterback position <laughs> in Buffalo. Whoever can throw the best spiral in the parking lot, like you're in the game. Here's another Vikings one. Kirk Cousins down in practice with a non-contact knee injury. Remember that was what happened with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. It said other players seen throwing up on the field after Dang. seeing the injury. That's exactly what happened with with uh with um. I miss Teddy Bridgewater so with much. Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, by the way, did you hear about the news with Teddy Bridgewater and and Kirk Cousins? 
well, you know, Saints played the, the Vikings on Sunday. They mm. said after the game, Kirk Cousins spoke with um, Teddy Bridgewater and he commended Bridgewater and said, hey, yo, everyone talks about you like glowingly. He's, I'm not going to say he's ridiculous. When he played, he played very well. He played well. And not only that. And he was only getting better. That year, he was really supposed to be like. The man. That man. The and the they knee, were playing well. And then the knee injury came and that was, that was all it was. Like uh, here's, up. here's another one. Um, <laughs> okay, I can't say that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers traded for a second round draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> and Ned Zoten said Aaron Rodgers traded for a second round draft pick to the Bears. That's what's all Oh, man. Um, here's another one. Hugh Jackson rehired by the <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> then someone said Hugh Jackson rehired, but as a Pittsburgh Steelers head coach. That's another one. Um, here's one. Ooh, here's a. Here's one. Someone said golf will eventually need to be paid. Jared Goff, uh, quarterback of the of the Rams. That's a lot of money. Uh, here, here's another good one right here. Antonio Brown spotted on a boat with Odell Beckham last night. <laughs> do you do you know how many games the uh, Giants have won since uh, they took the photo on the boat? It's gonna be something ridiculous, like three games. It's like four, I think. Okay, but... maybe five. But yeah, it's four or five. Whatever the record was last year, and then the the one win that they had last this year. Isn't it crazy how like they beat the Texans? Like that's their only win, and it felt like so long ago that they beat them. That's crazy. Uh, Matthew Stafford retires. Very similar to uh, Barry Sanders. Uh, Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. <laughs> Where they just say, I'm "I'm <laughs> tired of living in Detroit." <laughs> Uh, Marvin Lewis contract extension Ooh. in Cincinnati. Don't want that. <laughs> um, here's one. New owner seeking to relocate the Seahawks to Oklahoma City. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. That would be the biggest troll move to move the... <laughs> Oh man, that was funny. So, someone says, "This is a Patriot fan that says this." So you gotta listen to this. Giants come out of nowhere to win a wild card spot, <laughs> miraculously win out of the NFC playoffs over heavily favored opponents to face the Patriots in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Yo, isn't that wet? That's amazing. <laughs> that was funny. Oh man, here's a here's another one right here. Breaking news out of Dallas: Jason Garrett has broken both hands. It will not be able to clap for four to six weeks. <laughs> Team morale at an all time low. <laughs> oh man, uh, here's another one I saw: Jaguars trade Jalen Ramsey to the Giants for Eli Manning. And uh, let's wrap up this one right here. This one's a good one, and this might be the best. 
Breaking news. It was all a dream. Eagle fans awake from coma believes Eagles won Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That one, that one be pretty wild. All right. Before we roll, I want to get some quick shout outs. Shout out to OSS 980. Shout out to um, Hand Down Man Down Podcast. Shout out to Shut Your Face. Shout out. Shout out to Redskin Rundown, 4th and 13th, Erica Fernandez, a.k.a. Curls and Sports, Sports Talk Tasha, um, Becca MVP, Locked On Wizards, Working Title Podcast, Soggy Nachos, um, After Further Review Podcast, Eat the City DC. After Further Review, that's a great name. Very good name. Eat the City DC, Doll Parts, Ming Rainas. Any other shout-outs before we roll out, man? Mm, I think that's everybody. All right, man. Until next time, everyone. Sports Reality. Peace.